And we're back. Another episode of Life in the Clouds with your hosts, Carlton and Deidre. We're back for episode 51, taking a break from our normal location and moving to the basement where... This is audio. They can't tell what our normal location is. I know, but it gives me something to talk about as we're getting started. So this is what you call banter at the beginning of an episode. So this is where I always talk about how we never have an intro. We never actually no, I thought get we through did it. have an intro. No, because you cut me off in the middle of the sentence. Oh, you mean like an official intro? <laughs> yeah. Oh. So. I'll let you go ahead. Episode 51 is where we are today is a very, 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 very special day. In the life of the Matthews household. Why so? Did you not know? Did you not understand what What all the fanfare was about today? When? (gasps) So today, well, let me, well, let me let you in on the secret then since you didn't, you missed it all. Today is your birthday. (gasps) Wow. I forgot. Did you? I did. So today is Deidre's birthday. It's because I had all those cupcakes. And yeah, it was definitely it's definitely <laughs> the cupcakes, but not the wine though. Definitely not the, the wine. It was the definitely the cupcakes. Three cupcakes. Three. Well, I had one earlier today. Wow. And then I had two after dinner. You had two. Yeah, I had three cupcakes. Wow. Uh, that's but you said you didn't like the one. I thought you did to eat that one. So you ate it even no, though I you didn't around, like it. I ate around. I ate the parts I liked. There was some stuff I dumped in. I just. Well, this is going to be very germane to something we're going to talk about during tonight's episode. So that's good. So happy birthday, Deidre. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Do you have any nuggets of wisdom to share with the audience as a 20, 29 year old uh, wife? Follow your dreams. They know the way. Follow your dreams. They know the way. That's super wise. That is. And smart. That's why it's on a sign. And not read from a sign that's on the other side of the room. (laughs) (laughs) I would say that when you feel like eating cupcakes for your birthday, eat the cupcakes for your birthday. Keep it moving. That is, listen, that's wisdom. Yeah. Because there was a time when we would just say, no, we couldn't possibly eat the cupcakes. But now we're saying, let's eat the cupcakes. Eat the cupcakes on your birthday. Because the day before or the day after, (laughs) just the birthday. And the goal is because birthday cupcakes don't count the calories. No, they count. They count on the day. Like it's within the realm of what you can do that day. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Not the day before or the week before or the week after. The day of your birthday, you're good. So did you have a good birthday? I had a nice birthday. Phew, that was safe. I was hoping you would say that. I'd hate to think that you would go. Was I going to say, oh, I mean, it was okay. No. Well, I I believe in honesty. And so if you were going to put me on blast here on the podcast, not only was I going to take it like a man, I was also going to keep the recording and post it for all posterity. You're good. Okay. I'm good. Right. Well, I was a yeah. little worried. And you know why I had a good birthday? Why'd you have a good birthday? Because I had stacked the gifts <laughs> that I was receiving on my desk. Yes. For everyone to, like, they had, I had different piles in different areas of the home. Yes. So that they it could be procured by everyone and put into a, a, a gift bag. Yeah. So that's a pro birthday tip. After you pass 29, you know what? Don't leave it up to chance. If you really like something and you want it, uh, ask for it in advance. Or get it yourself. Don't open it. 
put it to the side and just tell your family or your loved one or whoever you're celebrating your birthday with, put this in a bag. Well, now, now, hold on a second, because I'm sure that someone will say, well, that doesn't sound very special if you're buying your own birthday gifts. It's actually to get what you want. Like, okay, you have to pick. You want something special and unique or do you actually want to get what you want? Oh. You're going to have to pick. But maybe, but maybe you should Not every expect, year. Not every single birthday year. But maybe you should expect Mm-mm. that your, your people, you know, your spouse, your children, yeah, they yeah, should yeah. know what you like. There will be times you. when you will get uh, gifts that you like from your loved one. Yes. Do I consistently depend on that every single year? I do not. You do not? Okay. No. That's Mm-mm. reasonable. Nope. Oh, I mean, I, I, so that <laughs> or was you could a, have the, the, the person that's in, that is really good at the gift. So, right. But that's not uh, as common as we would like to believe. Yeah. Well, it's no, I, that, that was just, that was a softball thing. Cause I'm oh. sure, I'm sure that somebody might say, if you really explained how we do things here in our house and they that's go, oh, that doesn't sound very good at all. It, but mm-hmm. we've learned over time yeah. that this is the optimal plan for us, mm-hmm. you know, where we, you know, either say up front, like, hey, this is a thing that I want. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my consistent yes. push of Christmas gift or Father's when you, Day. You send or, that, like, yeah. in March. Here's a good Christmas that gift. Idea. Yeah. What? Yes. Who's going to remember this? But, nobody, I mean, but you're supposed okay. to save I can, the I save it and I can go back through my email or in my phone. You're right. Yeah. So I that's, the, that. that's kind of correct. the thing that we're looking We We, looking do, to we are done. house of lists. So we are definitely gifts, of We lists. definitely do a data call for <laughs> Christmas <laughs> gift list that's coming up right, right, right after um, Halloween. But well, no, it's right but, after your birthday because I had already asked them to start populating no, the Christmas no, list. No, no, I don't want to see that. But you guys, but you guys started yelling We're at me not doing that because it wasn't your birthday yet, and it wasn't the. 13 year old's birthday Correct. yet either and everybody was okay. like oh we can't I'll give talk you to october 15th but we're not doing it before that but um so yeah make a list and then just get those things on the list mm-hmm. right yeah, and I, wanna... I was good because you got me a couple things like earlier in the month or right at the end of august and i was like nope i'm gonna save this for my birthday so that yeah. was in the pile yeah because those were definitely i mean and those that was the reason why i was getting those things because See? it's like well with everything that's going on, it's like mm-hmm. get stuff now when you can, when you think about it. Yeah. Because our heads are so scatterbrained right now. That's a good point. With sure. stuff that if we wait until it's like, oh, okay, well, I need to do this for the birthday. It could end up being like the shoes that we ordered. That is true. That <laughs> still have not arrived, even though we that ordered them like two weeks ago. That is true. You know, and it's like, oh, these things will be there well before the birthday. Yep. And yet they're still in transit. That's true. As of today. That is true. I know. That's why. So technically, I did not follow the rules because I said we're not going to populate the list for Christmas. Um, And I just said that we're not doing the Christmas list until October 15th. But I bought Christmas gifts today. For you? No, for the little ones. Oh, for the babies. Yeah, well, that's fine. That's totally fine. You know? And then I was like, there's a few other things I could get, but that's not what I'm here for. So I need to. No. But I will be doing that in the next couple weeks. Well, I think for the little ones, that's probably a good plan because their stuff is so small anyway. Yep. Um, that you know, and they're not going to notice it. You're and it correct. Can just kind of go wherever, and Absolutely. it just to them, it just looks like clutter. That's and true. And so, yeah. and then you know, when you put it under the tree, it's like, oh, that was what that was for. Right. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
-hmm. So speaking of gifts, the magic happened this week. So I've been, uh, and I've mentioned it casually during a couple episodes earlier on about my quest, you know, that this year, 2020, is the year of next-gen gaming. You've been talking about it for a while. Well, I've been talking about it to you guys in the house, but not necessarily on the podcast. long time. But I made the announcement at the end of 2019 that going into 2020, uh, we would be having a new Xbox and a new PlayStation system coming out. And so I would be putting my coins together in the focus of getting said systems. Yep. Um, and so we have found ourselves in uh, uh, the craziness of this week. Finally, where... I was like, I thought, I'm like, you've been talking about it for so long. I assume the pre-order already happened. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. So the pre-orders happened grief. for PlayStation yesterday. Was that yesterday or I no? I don't remember. No, Wednesday. I think it was One Wednesday One midnight night. run we did. I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't midnight. It wasn't, it wasn't midnight. It was 11 o'clock. It was, no, it was after 10 o'clock. It hadn't made it to it 11. It was 10.47. No, that was when we got back home. No, we got back home <laughs> after 11 o'clock. Either way, uh, I was able to secure a PS5 pre-order, which is bonkers to me, considering that for those of you who were online when that happened, it was complete chaos because Sony told everybody that they would have... Uh, all the time in the world to pre-order and then they give them time to prepare uh, and then they just kind of shadow dropped that the pre-orders would start on the 17th that's what it was the 17th Thursday and Mm. then Walmart jumped on Twitter and said no uh, hey make you guys wait for your pre-orders nah it's open now and then the chaos began because everybody was trying to get their uh, Mm -hmm. pre-orders in and uh but lucky for me uh, i was able to get mine set are you heading out madam station break you have to dry your hair okay are you going to do that down here in the okay i appreciate it uh we also left you an entire container of cupcakes please feel free to take them with you to the teenagers when you go okay it has your cupcake in it though Yep, so there you go. Uh, teenagers out, guys. So everybody, uh, keep everybody her in wave. mind. Bye. Wave, wave by podcast audience. Okay, so where are we at? PlayStation 5 secured and all of that goodness. Yep. But with all of that preamble having been said, let's talk about what's really important uh, for the podcast tonight. And that is the fact that the 100 Day Challenge starts this week. Right. So, <laughs> we mentioned the 100J challenge at the end of... No, I knew it was around my birthday. I wasn't for yeah. exactly what day. Yeah, it's but I knew 16th. it was like two or three days before or after. Okay. Yeah, the 16th is when 100 days from giving yourself the best Christmas gift, and that is a better you. Yep. And so, we are, we've been participating in that. Actually, part of the reason why this podcast really kicked off was because of the 100 yeah. Day Challenge a few ago. years yep. back. And... Uh, so here we are in the year 2020, as crazy as things have been, we're still continuing on with the 100-day challenge. And so we've got some goals that we've set, number one being uh, actually being consistent with our podcasting. So even if the podcasts are only 10 to 15 minutes in length, That's you will true. get an episode every other week. That's right. Uh, but we're going to make sure that you get your quality content. Uh, number two, we are also continuing to focus on and really putting a concerted effort on our 
health and nutrition. Um, Deidre has this wacky uh, program. I call it wacky because so 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 let's just get into it. We've got this eating plan that we're on right now, where the goal is to eat as much food as you could possibly eat in a day. The goal. So I've been doing so. So here's here's what's crazy. It's all about mindsets. I got you. I got you. So I've been doing intermittent fasting since March, and that's been very good for me. Um, at least at the time. But what kind of intermittent fasting? So it's different, right? Yeah, it's different kinds of intermittent fasting. Yeah. But for me, it was uh, I guess maybe four twenty or twenty. Yeah. What is it? Twenty. You say you. Which one do you say first? I don't remember. But you say the. Basically, I eat for four hours, <laughs> and then so it's I twenty four. Twenty four. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, so for twenty hours I don't eat, and for four hours I do, and that was usually the hours that I was working. Yep. Um, and so since I was working on that crazy night shift at the time that this got started, made it pretty simple because I would eat like a dinner in the evening, and then I'm not really eating at from midnight to four in the morning. And then I would come home and sleep. And so by the time I got up and got ready for work and, you know, messed around with the kids and all of that, then I would start eating again toward the end of the day. And that worked out pretty well for me, at least in the beginning. Um, but I had kind of hit a plateau and had even started to go backwards a little bit because when I switched to the normal schedule back to day shift at work, mm-hmm. Um, it became hard to maintain that 24 because everybody's always eating. There's food, there's snacks, there's Mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff happening. So that became a little bit of a challenge. Um, But Deidre gave us this wonderful plan where we basically eat everything. And so instead of uh, doing, you know, my keto kind of low carb focused thing, this meal has me eating a ton of protein, a ton of carbs, a ton of uh, it's not a ton. fat. Well, it's it a just balanced meal. It feels that way. It to does. Me. It does feel it that feels way. That it's way balancing way. your proteins, your carbs, and your fat. Okay. Yeah, but I'm balancing eating, your but I'm, macros. But you're making me eat four times in a day. And it's only certain um, proteins, certain carbs, and certain mac uh, fats. So it's your healthy fats, your complex carbs. And then your um, lean proteins. Got it. No, I, I, so there are some things that, and so it does exclude dairy. Yes. To a, a good amount, so it's not a whole. Um, the yogurt is in there as a protein, but there's not much like in terms of cheese or yeah cream yeah. and you know different yeah. things like that. But I found it's just I like to eat. <laughs> <laughs> right, and so I had even done like intermittent fasting for um, most of. June, July, I tried intermittent fasting, yeah. like either 14, 10 or, um, is that right? Yeah. Or 16, eight. Yeah. Um, and so I, I was able to work with that, but that was cause I got to eat every two hours. I was like, Whoa, wait. <laughs> yeah. If I do 16, eight, I can eat every two hours. Mm-hmm. I think I like this. I think <laughs> I like this a lot. Right. Right. So um, I backed away from that because in the plan that we're eating now, meals, and then we'd have snack. Well, I would do three meals and have snack times throughout the day. Yeah. Right. I'd like this better because it's like four meals. Yeah. And I don't feel like, oh, I can only have a snack right now, even though I'm hungry. Does that make
it's not a joke. Like when I get up, I'm not overly stuffed. I'm, I'm satisfied. Yeah. As opposed to there could be times and then just different hormonal fluctuations for me. I get hungrier at certain times of the month. And so I'm like, this snack is not getting it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. This cheese and the almonds and the, uh, it's just not getting it. Like it wasn't enough. So, um, balancing it throughout the day over the formulas for me has been, um, helpful. Yeah. It's been helpful. So, and then I know we had talked about even finding like different food combinations. Cause last week we did good with, um, meal prep. Um, so I prepped some things and then you prep some stuff and then to make sure that we both had like for four meals, yeah. um, throughout the week, it was a lot, but like it helped organize the refrigerator. Yeah, we had. Those. And it wasn't a whole lot of junk in there, right? Yeah, left just over. like randomly exactly. in the refrigerator. We had it wasn't all a whole those, lot of things we were throwing away. And... We we're not cooking that really that much for the kids. Um, you know what I mean? Because before yeah. it was like meal prep for all, for the week, and then we're trying to make family dinner. Right. Right. Whereas now we're just not doing that because our teenagers are not interested in uh, real food. So uh, we have gotten to the point where it's like, well, we're just not not every day we're not cooking. Sure. A family dinner. Like yeah. when we feel like it, we will. But other than that, like it's not going to be a thing. Right. I think that has helped because I didn't throw away as much food this week. Um, but it helped organize the refrigerator. And then also for me, when I was um, moving things around, I'm like, why does this one container feel light? Whereas this container feels kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. Remember I mentioned that to you? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. we had shredded chicken and meatballs. Right. And we had the meatballs with the rice. But we had the shredded chicken with the sweet potatoes. And the shredded chicken with the sweet potatoes was super heavy. Yes. And then the meatballs and the rice was kind of light. And I was like, we need to switch the meats. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the heaviness of the chicken with the mm-hmm. rice was a better balance. For me, anyway, to make yeah. me feel like I was eating a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and then also we figured out I wasn't putting enough rice in my container. Which I didn't right. really miss it. But I was like, I mean, I could have used a couple spoonfuls more. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, I'll, I'll say this. Putting the rice in the containers with this second measurement you gave me today, yeah, seemed like way too, too much, much. <laughs> compared to what was in there. I know it was yeah. like a, it was like a little dollop compared to yeah. what should have been in there. Well, but I had more rice than you did because oh. of what I was doing. Yeah. So I just gave us both the same amount of rice because I was like, <laughs> I'm not eating. I'm not going to eat more of this. Like, no, yeah. no, I'm going to have, we're going to eat the same amount. Okay. Because 150 grams, yeah. uh, that was a lot. Yeah. And yeah. then I was, Whereas before I, it was like 47. I was like, Ooh. Yeah. I, even looking at it, I'm like, this doesn't look right, but I didn't go back. I was like, whatever. It's in here. So I'm, I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. So anyway, so that's, yeah. that's two of the goals that we have. One around the podcast, one around uh, our nutrition and eating. Um, any other goals that you have for this hundred day challenge? Um, I'm planning to read some more. So at least like 10 minutes a day. Okay. Are you looking to, do you have a certain book count or is literally just, I want to read for 10 more minutes? I have so many books on my nightstand and I do read them. I just don't read them consistently. So I want to read just whatever's on the nightstand. No, that's fine. That's fine. You know how some years I do the, oh, well I want to read 40 books. Oh, sure. Yeah, no, I don't have that. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not there. Yeah, no. I didn't set I did not set a book goal this year, which is weird for me. That is true. Um, but between the books that I have read and the books that I've listened to this year, I think mm-hmm. I'm around 30. Probably. Which is normal, you mm-hmm. know, on the low end of normal for me, so that's interesting. Yep. Um you know, for me, of course, during this 100 days, NaNoWriMo is coming up. Nice. Uh 
I am not sure if this is going to happen this year. Not sure if what's going to happen. Year. Listen, so. What are you saying? I'm saying to be clear. I'm saying that it is entirely possible. I am not doing NaNoWriMo this year. Okay. It is entirely possible. I would like everyone to make a, put this on a sticky note. Yeah, I I can't guarantee. Like I said, I can't guarantee that I'm actually going to participate. So for those of you who he's going to do it. So, so for those of you who note. for those of you who are <laughs> on the podcast and don't know what Nano Ramo is, truth. he's going to uh, write National Novel Writers <laughs> Month, which is November, have has been happening uh, for many years now. It's a self run or you know what do you who call knows? that honor system based thing where people have said, I'm going to write a novel in 30 days. So from November 1st to November 30th, people around the world participate in this activity where they say they're going to get through a 50,000 word novel in 30 days. Now, I have been doing this since 2005, I think was the first year that I participated. And it's been uh, so long. It has, but the first few years was was a terrible uh, exercise anyway because I just couldn't get through it. It was too difficult. Yeah. It was too big of a task, and it wasn't until I don't know maybe oh nine, two thousand ten that I figured out the formula at least for me how to actually get through fifty thousand words in thirty days. Um, and however, I'm not sure if I really want to. Like, this is the first year. So, hear me out. (laughs) Hear me out. I'm listening. So, I started doing some other things. And so, like, I've got the the gaming channel that I've been working on. And so, I'm trying to be consistent there. And I know for a fact that if I'm going to be writing in November, uh, trying to stream games is not going to happen. But what I don't want to do is stream my writing. Okay. Uh, because I, I hate, I don't ever share the text because it's garbage and I am not interested in having people watch me type for, you know, an hour or so. And I don't think that'll be really compelling content for a gaming sure. channel anyway, especially considering that the PlayStation five comes out in November yeah, midway. And that would mean that I'd have to do something crazy, like try and finish before it comes out. Okay. On the 12th, I can see. which, you yeah. know, I've been able to parlay this thing now because I've been doing it for so long. I was able to close out one year by like the 15th. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so it, it is possible to get it all done before uh, the before the PlayStation okay. comes. But I don't think I'm going to be able to okay. do that. That's, and you're, I, you're thinking I, I and considering that I'm just, you know, it's been a billion years now at this point. And I'm just not sure if it, it, I don't, I don't, it doesn't drive me the way that it used to. Okay. It doesn't drive me the way that it used to. In the beginning, it was like, this is this monumental thing that I want to do because I can't do it. Yeah. And because people told me it couldn't be done and that it was a crazy, you know, idea. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after doing it, it was like, oh, I kept giving myself challenges every year. Okay. Um, But I'm kind of at this point now where I'm like, I think it's a good you know, point, right? When you have certain goals and you reach them or you reach different aspects and different areas, then it's not necessary to keep 
trying to reach different aspects of a, of a goal. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Because then it's obligatory, and then it's like, what's the point? Right. No, I hear you. I hear you. But anyway, so like I said, I'm not sure about NaNoWriMo for uh, for November, but we'll see. It's still I still got some time. My if my main character shows up and starts beating me around the top of my head, then maybe we'll do it. But um, I didn't hear from a main character in uh, in July when the Camp Nano starts for planning and stuff like that. And I haven't really been thinking about it, so it's kind of like, oh, I don't feel it happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got you. But I'm sure when the first prep session starts and somebody sends me an email from the Maryland group, I might be like, oh yeah, let's do it. Right. So. Anyway, so not sure if that was very compelling content, but those are some of the goals that we have <laughs> for the 100-day challenge. Why is it compelling? Don't say you're not sure. Well, I'm never sure. I'm sure. I'm never compelling. sure. I'm never sure. I am positive. No, I'm I'm positive. I'm going to think positively. I am 100% certain that everything you have said is compelling content. I'm never confident. I'm not connected to things that are not compelling. I'm never con- <laughs> I'm never confident that what I have to say is compelling. So, with that being said, our marriage thought for this episode and for this uh, couple of weeks is around being introspective. Um, so, I was reading this article that I shared with Deidre about how people, especially right now during uh, the unprecedented times that we find ourselves in right now with a global pandemic. Um, that lots of folks, as they've been sequestered in their homes and have kind of slowed down a lot of the external activities that they're doing, they've become very introspective. And so you kind of think about big things. You think about making big changes and doing lots of things. There are a lot of marriages that got uh, either uh, that have been in trouble, that the this time has kind of clarified the walking away and disillusion of the marriage. And there's also been moments that have kind of re-solidified marriages. Um, but I know that any time of great uncertainty brings questions. And so the question on the table for all of us is how do we handle big decisions? Especially when we're talking about decisions in our relationships. Like what do we do when we're trying to make a big decision, not just a decision that impacts you as an individual, but a decision that impacts your family and the people that are around so you. So I had, when the, on this particular marriage thought, when I, I've looked at this a couple of times, mm-hmm. but I, it was just, I don't relate to that question. Okay. However, as I'm thinking about it now, <laughs> Um, not the big decision question, but the first part in terms of how do you handle this time of introspection as a couple, um, did have, I would just challenge from a couple perspective to say, do you have regular times when you're introspective as a couple? Because if you didn't before the pandemic, then that's a challenge, right? Sure. Or if it's been a very long time and a big gap, right. And some things changed then that's another challenge. But I personally just don't relate. I'm like, what do you mean this time of introspection? Like we do, we, our rhythm is to do that regularly. Sure. Um, and we've had to do that (laughs) (laughs) with, um, the amount of change that we've had to deal with in the last four years. Right. So, and not, and it's regular change. So that's cause for us, I think regular introspection. Yeah. Um, and even before that, I think, you know, usually after the Valentine's uh, debacle or 
sometime between the Valentine's debacle and our um, anniversary is some type of introspective. Something. Oh, absolutely. If there's no, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So for us, we, we have regular introspective times. So for me, I'm like, if there is no this time of introspection and, and for us, we have not been stuck in the house. You've been at work. Oh, I was true. stuck in the house to yeah. deal with all these kids. Like I had to introspect myself to deal with the changes. You understand what I mean? So, no, um, true. so my point is just from a couple perspective, do you have those regular times of introspection? Right. Mm. And not, uh, and I want to be careful because I don't mean like, do you have regular arguments that you resolve conflicts? <laughs> right. That's not regular times where you set, like you take the time to think about it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so, but in terms of handling big decisions, the, the, I don't know, you'll highlight the article, that particular part, right. Again, just dealing with walking through big decisions and talking to each other and how to do that, um, more effectively, definitely related to that. But that first part, I was like this time of introspection. Well, but, but you have me, but you have to admit though, this is different. It is different. Right. Cause it is different. But I guess my point again is that, right. It's, this is, could assume that there is no regular time of introspection, right? As a couple, yeah, that you're coming together to like work stuff out. Yeah, but that's can... not centered around a big conflict that you just had this big blow up fight, and then you're fixing something, right? Yeah, but I mean, but I guess what I'm saying is, I it, it, this time seem it feels different, at least to me. Mm-hmm. Like it, it feels different that, um. Like even in my own thinking, right, it feels different than other times of us just kind of talking about, okay, well, how are we processing this or why are we doing things this way or why am I reacting, responding to you in a certain way? Like that's different than what at least I'm hearing from people in terms of this time, right? Mm -hmm. It's like right now it's, it's making people look inward in a way that I'm not sure that people do no or or i agree or or even us right like i think that i think some of the things that we've some of the stuff that we've dug into Mm -hmm. over the last few months is way deeper than our normal digging correct and that's what i'm talking about you know i'm not just talking about the you know okay well you know i'm getting frustrated with the children beyond this but where you're literally we're digging at things that we haven't really processed since we were small, like we were younger. Yeah. Right. There's stuff that's coming Mm -hmm. up now that I'm reminded of from when I was way younger, like Mm -hmm. comments that my dad made when I was, you know, a kid Mm -hmm. or conversations that I remember hearing, Mm -hmm. um, you know, at certain times. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, well that's where that idea came from. Or that's where this Mm -hmm. concept jumped up, you know? Yeah. Um, And so, I do think that there's something to be said for this being a very different moment, um, you yeah. know, and not, and, and as a country, it's a different moment as, um, you know, individual communities, this is a different, different moment. And of course, because we live in a society, our families are having a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've got to make sure that we really focus in on, um, what does it mean in this time to really dig deep into why we are doing the things that we do. Yeah. So, you know, from the article's perspective, 
um, you know, it kind of gave us some tips. The article comes from GQ magazine, um, but I'm just going to give you uh, the points that really jumped out at me. Um, you know, the, the things that the article gave and are things that we kind of talk about ourselves or that we've talked about on this podcast. Communication is key, right? As we always say just about every week, every time we have an episode, um, you know, communication is most important. So that means not just the saying of things, but listening. We've got to listen to each other. You got to consider your partner, sincerely listen to them. Um, and that's just, that's really the first part of it. Because a lot of times we go into these moments and it's like, okay, I'm going to dump on my partner. Well, I mean, you don't think in your head you're going to, you're getting ready to dump on your partner, but you just do. And you just kind of, give them all the things that are going on in your head if you're that type of person, right? Because the opposite is also true. I'm so overwhelmed by the things I'm thinking about. I'm just going to cluster, you know, cloister myself into a ball and never let anybody in. Um, And so you're either spouting out a bunch of stuff or you're not saying anything. And in both cases, your spouse is kind of left overwhelmed because when you don't say anything but your body language your energy is your 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 attitude is negative and stinky your spouse is like okay well what's the problem and then they're doing the you're doing that dance where you're like well what's wrong nothing's wrong what do you mean nothing's wrong but you're acting like something's wrong but nothing's wrong why are you asking me if something's wrong like let's not do that right let's be honest and open about what we're feeling but we need to listen to each other. Sometimes folks don't do that because they don't feel safe sharing their inner thoughts. You know, um, men as a as a body, right, tend to be, uh, what's the word, stoic maybe, in that we don't want to share our emotions. Mm, yeah. uh, we don't we don't like being vulnerable, yeah. right? You know, we learn from a young age that you know sharing feelings is not a masculine trait, right? So then you end up kind of holding it all on the inside. Um, but that's, that doesn't work in marriage, right? That That's not the thing to do when you're married because you're married to somebody who's not you. And so more than likely you pick somebody who's not like you. <laughs> and so that person is going to need to hear, they're going to need to hear what you're saying and what you're feeling. So you got to be able to share it in a way that's constructive. Uh, number two, oh, well, let me, before I jump to number two, any thoughts on that or anything that I just said? Because of course I should be listening and not talking. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is, I have a comment, but it's kind of, it's in combination with the second with the point, next one, okay. which is consider, consider your words, right? Consider how you communicate, um, any frustrations in the moment. And so between the two of those, I always I stroke, so I am, if you listen to me, <laughs> I effectively communicate. I always listen to you. I'm not talking about you. Oh, okay. Anyone listening, right, would say, right, that I get, I am able to get, you understand what I'm saying, I'm able to get my point across. Okay. But what I've realized is that I'm communicating, but I'm not effectively communicating about the right thing. And so in a frustrating moment, yeah. 
it's hard it, for anybody to identify what the real issue is so you can communicate about that yeah. and not the frustrating moment. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? So you're saying so that the I'm, frustrating can, moment is not the problem. I can communicate to you about this frustrating moment. Yeah. And it sounds great. And you can actively listen and try to fix something or change it. But I'm not, I'm not honestly communicating about what the real problem is. Sometimes I know. Sometimes I don't know. Okay. All right. I feel Does that like make that, sense? I, yeah. I, I think that might need some, some unpacking. So you're saying that. So, so I, we're talking give, about. Let a, me give you an example. Okay, good. Okay. That's perfect. This is and this is a relationship with the kid, but that's okay. So, I had an interaction with the thirteen-year-old, <laughs> where she was. She said something, and then I was like this, and da da da. And so I was upset, right? Because I'm in my first thought was like I'm upset because she was just like because of what she said, right? Okay. But I'm not upset about what she said. What I was really upset about was the fact that you took, you borrowed something from me, you broke it, and you did not show any remorse for breaking the thing that you just took from me. Okay. It wasn't what you were saying. It wasn't, it was how you were saying. You understand what I mean? So it's not so what I'm, you were saying. I'm not upset about saying. that. And then we also got in a different conversation about something. So I'm not upset about that. Okay. <laughs> so I had to go back and I was like, so I didn't appreciate the fact that you borrowed something from me, you broke it, and you didn't say I'm sorry. Okay. It's like, okay. So I need you to say I'm sorry. <laughs> because you need to I you need to understand that. Like, you borrowed something from me and then you broke it. And then you were just like, Oh, it doesn't work. No. Got it. Mm-mm. No. See, that is what bothered me, not the other part about I don't even remember what the other part was. Got it. Right. So I'm so I'm responding. Yeah. You understand what I mean? Yeah, so you're responding in the situation. Yeah. But the actual problem is something yes. either deeper or correct. that's different. That is correct. Than the moment that you find that yourself. That is correct. In. Okay. So so I'm gonna push back just for a small amount, right? Okay. And say, so then are you really communicating effectively? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So I was I I had a moment where I said to myself, I'm not communicating well. <laughs> okay. Like with you, like I'm like, there's times are, uh, you know, I can take her now or early in her marriage or whatever. Like it was conflict. Um, that was caused. Cause I'm like, I'm not communicating well. Cause you're not, I've not identified the real issue that I need you to address. Okay. I've not really identified. And that goes back. I don't know if you remember many years ago, my dad was like, <laughs> you have to, I think he told you. And I just happened to be in a room. Carlton, you have to address what the real concern is. You remember that? Uh, he was like, because cause he, they were discussing about like the bread or something. Like he never put the bread thing back. Oh, the or twist tie thing. Right. And he was like, you know, it's, it's not, that is not the issue. Like there's yes, a real concern. I do remember that, that. I'm not addressing. So I've got to figure out what the real concern is. Yeah, right? I do so remember that. that. Right, I've got to communicate sure. what my real concern is. Right, right. Not the other frivolous things. Right, but the other frivolous things is what I can see. Yeah. Right, I can identify your huh. socks all over the house. Right. Right. And so. Right. And so, and I was thinking about differently, where it's like, okay, so sometimes, 
small things accumulate, right? Like they, That's like true. they're small annoyances yes. that taken individually yes. are not that big of a deal. Yes. But it's kind of like the critical mass arg- thing yes. that I told you that I've mentioned to you before, yes. right? Once you hit critical mass, then one more small thing mm-hmm. puts you over the edge. Mm-hmm. So now there's conflict. Mm-hmm. And the response is always proportionate to everything that you've been carrying, mm-hmm. not proportionate to the thing that actually happened. Correct. So then you're angry about the 50 things that happened before yep. this one thing. Mm-hmm. And so to your spouse or kid or, or kid to parent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it seems unreasonable. It's like, why are you acting like this behind, you know, that, that sock is, or that toy is right there. Why are you, why are you doing that? This is such a small thing, but it's not just that one thing. It's mm-hmm. all of the many things that have happened mm-hmm. up until that moment. And now we're at the tipping point. Like mm-hmm. it's now exploded because what is it uh, from? Was it the, the small foxes that spoiled the greats, yeah. right? So the, you end up blowing up at your kid or you blow Mm -hmm. up at your spouse or you blow up at your whatever. But I guess my point is in order to circuit break that you need to address the small annoyance when it happens. Like don't, don't let the annoyance accumulate. Right. Yeah. It's like, and, and, and if you're doing the, okay, well it's small. So I don't care. Right. Okay. That's fine. If that's what you're saying, then don't care about it. That's true. You can't you can't mm-hmm. both not care about it and add a tally mark to the sheet. Yeah. Right? So if you if you really don't care you about it, let it go. you can't you got to let it go. You got to let it go. And there's times where I've counseled some of my uh young wives that you may well care about it, but it could be an issue that you have to let go even though you care about it. Mhm. That's true. You're just gonna, I'm going to have to let go of the socks all over the house. It's just... Right. I mean, I'm... It, so... Okay, so why wait, I bring wait, that wait. up wait. is because oh. the children leave their socks all over the house. And so, you know, they're just all over. And then the little babies find your socks and then they've moved them to the other pieces, you know. So, again, it is something that I've... Uh, that I care about but i i have to let that go yeah and that kind of leads us into the third one right Mm -hmm. so don't be selfish consider what's best for the relationship and not just for you and so yes absolutely that's a huge that's a huge Mm -hmm. one it's also a hard one like Mm -hmm. it's not an easy thing to agree uh allow something from someone else Mm -hmm. to have a higher precedent over the thing that you want. That actually leads me into a point that's very controversial. Uh Uh-oh. So there's, you know, all kinds of debate about our traditional wedding vows, right? Yes. (laughs) Are we talking about obey? And we're talking about obey. Really? Well, it's related to that because... Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. If there's obey or submit or whatever flavored language you'd like to use, right? Sure. Ultimately, what it comes down to in our home is that you're the leader. So I've come to the, like, when, if there's conflict or if there's, um, like, the issue about critical mass. Like, if you don't 
care, then why do I care? You're the leader. Right? Well, somebody's <laughs> got to care. Or if you, like, if we have an argument, and I've learned this many years ago, and it's a man thing too, right? Because of the testosterone in their system, they can fall asleep very fast. Oh so, my goodness. I mean, I'm just saying, thing. like, if you, <laughs> if there's conflict or there's an issue and he's asleep and you're awake, right? Uh-huh. That's not good because you need your sleep too. So if he can go to sleep, you can go to sleep too. You got to let it go. But, okay. So, so there's medium size to small size issues for us that I have to say, if Carlton doesn't care, I have to learn how to not care as well. Sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. But I've got to get to the ability to not demonstrate to you how much, like if I just completely disagree with what you're saying. You know what I'm saying to me? Well, like if you don't care, I don't like it's like I've got to let it go because it's not important. Well, but if I don't care and you do. Not on everything. Well, no, no. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. I'm saying if I don't care about something and you do, you have all the latitude in the world to do whatever it is you think needs to be done. Yeah. What you don't have the ability to do is to make me care. Yes. Right. And I think that's that's the, true. That, I think yes, that's, that's the, thing, the part where I, I think that's like, the okay. thing that I think that's yes. the thing that when we talk to that's couples, right, that's the thing that comes yes. up. It's like I care about this thing. So I want and my and my same. husband yes. or my wife doesn't yes. care about this thing. How do I get them to care? And my statement is you don't. Mm-hmm. You might get them to tolerate it. Mm-hmm. You might even get them to accommodate you. Right. But you can't make them care. That's true. If if. You know, now again, this is not, we're not talking about principal issues, right? We're talking about the secondary matters, yeah. right? Really but third. if you're, but if you're, if, yeah. if your spouse, if your spouse is telling you that they don't care about a thing and you really, really do care about that thing. Okay. It's, there's nothing wrong with you caring about that thing. Please feel free to care about that thing and to do everything that you can to, push towards resolving it or dealing with it or whatever you have to do, whatever coping mechanisms you need to put in place, whatever systems you need to create in order to mitigate the problem, right? Please feel free to do those things. But what you don't have the ability nor authority to do, husband or wife, leader or not leader, right? You don't have the ability to make the other person care as much as you do. And you have to accept that, and you have that's to. That's hard. Do, I want you to care like I. Care. Yeah, well, that's fine. But you've got to. But you, you take it seriously. But you've got to learn. You got to learn to not take your stuff too seriously. I you don't know? disagree. And that's what. And that's why. That's where this comes down to, right? Consider what's best for the relationship. Like, I know for a fact that making sure that you know things are relatively clutter-free is useful for you. So like when you walk into a room, mm-hmm. right now, again, now this is... You said relatively. I'm like, what does Well, that I, that's why I say relative, <laughs> right? So the goal is to not have too many things out at any one time. And there is a delicate balance to what that looks like. And so if you're going to be in the kitchen, if I, so, okay, case in point. If I come down in the morning at 4 a.m. when I get up and I go into the kitchen, I do a sweep of the kitchen to see how many things are out. Yes. So if the teenager has done the dishes, but because 
it's not her job, quote unquote, to put the dishes away. <laughs> so if she washes the dishes by hand, then she'll just leave the dishes out. Yes. Right. So at one point I didn't because to me, I don't care. The dishes were washed. So they're there. They're there. But I know for a fact that when you come down, if there's three cookie sheets and three pans on the yes. counter and all of that is out when you come down the stairs, regardless of the fact that everything's clean, it's going to be a problem. So I don't care. Literally, I do not I care. Really it is the furthest thing from my mind. Correct. However, I know that it... It matters to you mm -hmm. that there not be a overabundance of things just out. Mm -hmm. So then I'll take the few minutes to put stuff away. I don't want to. It's not a problem for me. Like I'm perfectly fine with those things sitting there until the 13 year old comes and puts them away. Mm -hmm. But it's not helpful to you to start your morning with five or six pots just sitting out for no reason. Because literally they're exactly. there for no reason. Exactly. Right? So I'm not going to be selfish in saying, well, I don't care. And I know that this is the way we operate, right? So I know that you'll put the stuff away. Like, that's not fair that's... to you. And it's incredibly selfish of me to leave that to you to do because I know it's going to bother you. So I just put the stuff away to ease, oh, your, to you. ease your situation. That's so sweet. Now, well, but I say that because I don't always do it. No. But that's okay. But sometimes I do think about it. Yes, you do. And sometimes I only put some of the stuff away. That's correct. So, you know. It doesn't matter. You don't get you don't get blamed. The children get blamed because yeah. they're grown. Yeah, but there was a time when I got blamed. There was. So not anymore. Oh, okay. Well that's good. Because I feel like you know how to wash the dishes. <laughs> dry it off and we have thousands of um dish towels. Alright. So And it's not hard. It's really not hard. It's not my fault you waited till 11.02 to start the dishes and then you're tired. That's, it's got nothing to do with it. <laughs> okay, we're getting too specific. To we're getting too specific. No, I'm not too specific. specific. I, I'm, I'm saying, not the only parent I'm just saying. out there who is like, really? You can't complete a task? I'm not the only one. Yeah, but wives say that, been saying that about husbands since the beginning of time. Okay, I'm not. See, that's not the point. <laughs> that is not the point. Uh, that so, is not the point. So the last thing is, please be patient with me. I will do my best <laughs> to be incredibly patient with you. I cannot guarantee patience with these other people. Calm down. Calm down. Calm I'm down. triggered now. What? <laughs> so point Just number like four. Go oh my gosh. Anyway. Listen, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> like I don't. It's the point same battle four. I had with with our oldest is the one I'm having with the second one. Point number Where four. Where is it supposed to go? Not on the floor. Point number. Hey, hey, hey how about hey, that? Ma'am. Hey, hey, ma hey. Ma'am. Pick a spot that's not on the floor. Or in the bed where you sleep. We didn't put a, we, a bigger bed in your room. Can we can to we have can we, clutter? Can we go with right can we can we finish she this? She slept article? for two days. She had a birthday <laughs> last week. She had Amazon boxes deconstructed in her bed for two days. Huh? What? Huh? Can we finish this Where article? does it go? Off the floor. Three can words. We, off the floor. Can we finish this I article? Put it? Really? Can we finish this article, please? Off the floor. <laughs> All right. How come it can't stay right there? Really? 
You're going to have to pick it up anyway to clean. You know? Why not just put it on the bookshelf? Why not have to put it on the bookshelf? It's a book. That's why you put it on the bookshelf. Because it's a school book. Get it off the floor. Point <laughs> number four. <laughs> you can keep saying point number four if you want to. Point number four is get it off the floor. <laughs> That's what that is. I don't really ask these questions. Okay. Point number four. Don't ask me that no more. Point number What's four. Point number four. It's be patient. <laughs> that rhymes. Get off the floor. Point number four. Go ahead. I patiently explained off the floor. Yes. Yes, you did. Point number four says be patient. Consider the decisions that you want to make and remember that while normal has changed, we shouldn't act rashly. That's correct. Just pick it up off the floor. That that has nothing to do with (laughs) rash actions. If you pick things up off the floor, there would be no rash. But maybe, but maybe she was considering the decision to move the box. And so... (laughs) I'm not sure... (laughs) Stop, what? stop. She's I'm joking. I'm joking. No, 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 I'm, not. I'm, I'm just joking. saying. It's fine. I'm joking. We can I'm have joking. all kinds of considerations and ideas and all these great concepts of like life. And that is wonderful. The bottom line comes into get your crap up we're off the floor. Talking about, we're sure. talking about this article, which is talking about marriage, not about the children. I'm pretty sure. There's some spouses out there, and I'm not going to be specific and say why. Spouses who can relate to just get it up off the floor. Okay. It's right. So, (laughs) when we're talking about big decisions, big decisions, getting the box up off the floor and throwing it in the trash is not a big decision. But when we're talking about big decisions, we have to also give them their proper time. I, you know me, I'm a fan of the 60-second decision that you can make big decisions rapidly. Um, however, you have to also make them smartly. And sometimes the smart decision is to wait. That's true. Um, don't let the tension of the moment, the frustration of the situation, cause you to act rashly. Um, and... And so we have to be patient, not just with the decisions we're making, but with each other. Uh, and remember to pick things up off the floor. I can patiently wait. <laughs> no, we can't patiently wait for them to pick things up off the floor. No, I do. Because right now, the things I told her to pick up off the floor are not up off the floor. Okay. And I'm going to patiently wait till tomorrow to remind her again. Didn't I tell you to get that stuff up off the floor? Yes, you did. I'm sure you did. All right. So. And then I give ideas about where you can put. Mm. Okay. All right. So we're not so we going to get... talk about that part. How about that? How do you handle this time of um, tight quarters with teenagers who don't, you know, want to do the things that you believe are the things they should be doing? Okay. And how does that impact your marriage? Good question. How has that impacted your marriage? Uh, teenagers? Mm-hmm. They don't impact my marriage. They just exist in the house. They don't impact your marriage at no, all? No, not at well, all. Well, they sure impact me. No, they do impact the marriage. I'm joking. So the our you know take case in point, we started recording this episode like three or four days ago, and in the middle of trying to record this episode, uh, we had a kid just barge in right into the 
right into the bedroom. Like the, mm-hmm. you're, you don't barge into the bedroom. Like that is one thing she to knocked, walk in. She knocked loud. Yeah. You know, you know it's, it, it, but that's what, that's not the point. Like what's the, right. What's the impact you're going to make? That, that is the impact oh, is that they get in the intrusive. way. They get in the way. Got it. So in a normal scenario, we don't, they're not getting in the way mm-hmm. because they're doing things like there's mm-hmm. activities and things for them to take part, take mm-hmm. part in their friends for them to go visit and, mm-hmm. you know, see and, you know, mm-hmm. interact with. Right. Mm-hmm. So now they're in the house more often than not. So that means that they're getting in the way of, you know, uh, getting in the way. So I had an idea that I hadn't quite talked to you about and I'll announce it to our podcast audience. <laughs> Um, I'm going to institute uh, off my customer service hours, open and closing hours. Okay. When my customer service hours are closed, they'll be directed to the daddy department. And that's going to be an auto message, auto text reply on my phone. Mom's customer service department is closed. She can't be reached until tomorrow morning. I You'll am... have to refer to extension 4499. Dad, customer service can help you. I'm not sure how I feel about that because I get a I lot patiently of patiently wait until you process. I get customer, <laughs> but I get customer service requests all day, like literally all day. Like sometimes I wake up in the morning mm-hmm. and there's a customer service request oh, okay. on my phone. Right. Well, then you know what? How about let's revise it? We'll both shut down customer service hours at a certain time so the challenge i have with that is that when you if i do that then they make make their own decisions no 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 no. there's no decisions being made because customer service is closed yeah teenagers are not so (laughs) if they were i'm 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 gonna be i'm gonna be real for a minute so that's just not smart okay so one of us one of us has to be 24 by 7 I will take the hit and say I'm the 24 by 7. I'll, I'll revise it further. No. I need... No, when no. When I am ready to be shut down, yeah. you just have to wait. Yeah. No, that's fine. And and they have to wait for me as well. Mm-hmm. But I know that I need... I, it's one of us... As, that's not true. I know that I need to be accessible mm-hmm. because there's going to be moments where the 24-7... I need them to know it's 24-7. So as far as I'm concerned, that's fine. If you want to forward them to me, I need a period of time. I was just letting you you to stop asking me questions. I was just letting you don't ask me anything else. But so then now we're talking two different things now. So I think we're talking about two different things. We're we are we're we're not talking about the same thing. Now if you're talking about the incessant mom, can I mom? Can I mom? Can I mom? Can I? Yeah, I'm not okay. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Did you change it? Did you change it? Did you? Yeah, that yeah. Leave me alone. Totally fine. Okay. Yeah, that kind of thing. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I and I put I I squash that as well. But I just don't respond to that stuff. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. know yeah, they know I'm when they like... show up and they're like, "Dad, can I? Dad, can I? Dad, can I?" And you haven't gotten a response. They don't keep. They don't come back to me. No, they keep. They bother me. Or they maybe they, they do, find me. but they know that Dad's not gonna. That's a bad idea to do that. So. Stop asking for things that are not needed in that moment. Got it. But it is needed. It's needed. It's important. No, it's not. No, it's not? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Not until you get that stuff up off the floor. <laughs>
All right, so homework assignments no, for this week. School books aren't fun. Yeah, I, I agree. I believe you. So homework assignments for this week, folks. Um, what decisions has this moment in time made you consider? That's a question that um, you should be thinking. What decisions has it made you consider? And then, so that's the first part of it. The second part is share those thoughts with your partner within reason. I've got to add the within reason part because sometimes we have just off the wall bonkers thoughts that we might not need to share in that moment. So, I don't think it's anything wrong with sharing. I, no, sometimes I think that <laughs> sometimes okay. I think that overshare is a bad oh, okay. move. I think we need to be considerate of of you. the share sometimes. So, All right. Cool. So that's going to be it. For this week's episode of Life in the Clouds, uh, I appreciate you taking the time and being a part of this. It's my it, birthday. Of course I sit down and talk to you. Oh, well, I'm glad. I'm always happy when it's your birthday because that means that um, you had a good day. Well, every birthday I would not say it was a good day. but Every birthday you've had with me has been exceptional. Mm. You are alive. <laughs> You are There's not a couple t- few that were a little challenging. When was that? That's okay. When, what birthday? So, being it? postpartum on my 40th birthday was not fun. Okay? Not fun. So, I do get a little triggered on my birthday now because of that. Mm. Huh. But I thought we had a good time on your birthday. Even that year. No. We didn't. Huh. <laughs> All right. No. I believe you. Okay. I believe you. Yeah. So. On that cheery note, we're going to call this episode a close. And I'm going to tell you that if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, to please leave us a, a review. That would be great. We like five-star reviews, but if you want to leave us other kinds of reviews, that's also fine. We are looking for feedback always. And hopefully you would consider leaving us a review there. It actually helps us in terms of discoverability, helps people to discover the podcast when we get more reviews. So please feel free to do that. Um, If you're listening on some other uh, podcast player, whether it's Spotify, I know that doesn't have any review options, but if you're listening to us on Stitcher, you can always send us a Stitcher review. Um, Or you can hit us at feedback at lifeinthecloudspod.com. Again, that's feedback at lifeinthecloudspod.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you have any questions you'd like us to tackle in um, one of our upcoming episodes, that would be great. Send it along. And we will see you next time. Have a good night. Bye. Or day or afternoon.